What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Tony. Welcome to my podcast, Tony Fant Presents Manifesting Comedy. We have come a long way from getting all of my shows canceled due to COVID, to doing stuff online, to doing skits, to even getting COVID and overcoming it. Now I got my own podcast here. It's going to be great. I'm excited to see how this all turns out. This first episode, we kind of just kind of going to go over the behind the scenes deal with the manifesting comedy, the actual production. We'll talk about my experience with COVID-19. And then we'll talk about the trajectory of where I see the podcast going. Um, you know, so just to get things going, first off, what's up to everybody that's listening? I want to say this. This podcast was created um, as a place where people can go and hear these jokes that I got, that my friends got, uh, that the comedians in the community that I know, we all come together and we just chop it up. Um, so this year, I'm supposed to have uh, about six shows under the name Manifested Comedy. And just due to COVID, I couldn't go into the, into the theater. The theater was like, yeah, no, fam, we ain't doing it. So I had a show in April. I had a show in May, June, July, uh, August, and September. So I had I had shows lined up. It was once a month. Uh, in the same theater that I did my previous uh, stand-up comedy special, I Am Tony Fan, which is on YouTube. Check that out. Uh, 40 Minutes of Pure Entertainment. It's raw, too, so make sure you got headphones in. Hide your kids. Um, <laughs> but this podcast is just to be a more familiar base for me to have so I could be more consistent with delivering content as well as comedy. Because uh, I'm not really on social media all the time. I really want to kind of get away from it entirely, but let, but let it be managed by people in my staff, which would be cool. Uh, so it, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It was kind of a letdown to have those shows be canceled. You know, like, bro, we was planning for them, bro. And, you know, I didn't have a show in 2019. My mind wasn't right then. And, you know, 2020, we came back six shows, you know, had the lines up. We had contracts. Uh, you know, it was pretty much finalized, bro. People were paid. And then they hit my ass, my ass with the Steve shit. They like, yeah, bro, due to the scare, the scarcity was going on. People were panicking. We don't want to put people in harm, so we're going to cancel it. Man, sheesh. That was my first production I ever really had canceled on me. I guess that's just how the business works, as well as dealing with the global pandemic. Um, it's just different. But I want to say this. It's definitely taught me a lot. It taught me, you know, first off, don't pay people until the day of the event. Like previously, my previous shows, I paid people the damn the day of, which has worked amazing. But this time, bro, I was feeling good. We had money on deck and, you know, everything was just going as planned. So I just kind of knocking it out. Um, but it didn't go. So that, that was unfortunate. But the good thing is for the shows that we have coming up, you know, everybody's in good standings with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm in good standings with everybody else. So even the people that are already paid, they still down to work with me in the future. So that's a, a big shout out to them and shout out to everybody involved in my previous productions and those that will be involved in the future. I can't wait to work with you. Um, it's different seeing the stuff from behind the scenes for sure. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And then we're producing other comedian stand-up specials too. So keep a lookout for that. I want to say that 
you know, I've done skits here and there. You know, I actually have some acting credit. It took me a minute to get into the skits, you know, get comfortable for doing it for social media. Cause I'm just, I was simply being used to being a stand-up comedian and not really being, uh, what they call it. I'm not really adapting to the times, you know, they had everybody on quarantine, bro. He's literally locked out at the crib, bro. So people are adjusting to digital life, bro. We literally, we're literally living our life digitally. Um, on, on some black mirror shit, bro. We was doing push-up challenges. Girls was doing makeup challenges. We was doing all type of shit. Niggas was doing movie recommendations. Every day you wake up and just look at the news and see what the news saying. It was more deaths. And it was like, sheesh, what's really going on? And I remember toward the beginning of it, I think the same day that my um, production show was canceled is when me and Mario dropped, well, recorded the COVID-19 in Michigan skit. And it was some different antics, just being silly, walking around with a full body paint suit on and a mask, you know, and goggles and gloves and some Lysol spray. I think we have Febreze spray. <laughs> and it was like, yo, we having fun with it, bro. It was Mario idea. We going around. We at the gas station with it. High school was like, what the hell? What the hell? They like, what in the world? Why he got this song? It was funny. But I was like, damn, did I jinx myself? And I don't even believe in that shit because I fucked around and caught that shit. But nobody else in my family did. So it really made me wonder, like, how did that even happen? How did, one, did I get it? How did I was around my family, but nobody else got it but me? But it was different, bro. The whole process of getting COVID was different, bro. Like, it was really affecting my breathing, I would say. Like, sleeping on my back was not the way to go. I really couldn't really uh, have full exhales and inhales of my breath. So my twin, she got me a... Uh, we got some essential oils. I had some tea tree oil, and I was just letting that just be in the air while I was in the bedroom a lot. A lot of fresh air, no real AC. And I had water filters. It was great, bro. Uh, well, air filters. <laughs> um, you know, we took medicine, mucinex, uh, took some Tylenols, things to cut back on the mucus. Um, we, we was, I wasn't eating really much of mucus-producing foods. Uh, even toward the end, I went on like a, almost a 72-hour fast. I really only went 63 hours. I was trying to go a full three days, but my stomach was hurting toward the end, so I was like, yeah, no. Nah. And then, you know, uh, I had to eat. Then I went on a little a bike ride, got about eight miles in. So that was different. My experience with COVID was nothing like what the media says. I have had worse colds previously this past summer. Not this current summer, but the last summer and this past winter. When I got that fucking flu shot, just for my job, though, I was offering it. And then I got it. I'm like, bro, so worse, two worst colds. The thing that was with this one, though, was the fact that my breathing was an issue. Right? But my, my whole thing with this COVID thing was my breathing was an issue. And I was coughing a lot. Like, the first symptoms I had was, bro, I, I had uncontrollable coughs. It was like I had something stuck in my throat or itching in my throat, but it wasn't an allergic reaction. I just kept coughing. This is the day I came back from Chicago. Same day, got in the bed, had the chills. You know when you had the chills and you just be like, you be in the bed, but you be hot and you be cold at the same time? I was like, oh, shit. My body going through something. And, you know, I was like, I knew something was up. So then, you know, for me, I was just not trying to go to the doctor, but I was trying to do it myself because to me, I'm like, all they're going to do is say I got it and they're going to put me on bed rest. And it's going to take me take my money. It was crazy because when I got to the doctor, 
Everybody was treating me cool. But as soon as they found out I had COVID, niggas was all away from me. Nobody touched me. They like, don't touch the door, don't touch that. We get it, we get it, we get it, don't worry. Everybody giving me space. I'm like, sheesh, niggas made me feel like an untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really wanted to fuck with me. So that was kind of weird because I'm a, I'm a very, I would say, a touchy type person. Like, one of my love languages, my top one is physical touch. So I was like, damn, I can't touch nobody. I can't hug nobody. No high fives. You know, we can't really see niggas with these masks on. I can only really see your eyes. So I already have great eye contact, but I have to still develop it even more because now this is what I have. I don't have a smile or cheekbones to reference. You know what I'm saying? I have eyes to dance with and interact with. So I have to just focus on that. And then when I was at the crib, bro, I had to stay in my room majority of the time. I really couldn't interact with my own family. So that was weird. But, you know, we overcame it. And then I went and got tested again. And I did not have it. The thing that really gets me, though, in a world pandemic, how the place that I went to get tested, they did same-day testing. But I had to pay $90 for the rapid testing, right? But my insurance didn't cover it. It was like, no, no, your insurance won't cover this. I'm like, what the fuck is insurance for, dude? Like, I feel like, it feel like they scamming. I feel like they scamming because it's like, this is the insurance that I'm told to get to protect me and my health and services and circumstances. But in this circumstance, I couldn't use it. So I thought that shit was shady. I also think car insurance is shady as fuck. Just a quick side note. So fucking shady. I'm paying you for the just in case, right? Every month, just in case. I never get a check back. Never. And then if I need to file a claim, then my insurance goes up the next week. Fuck that. I think insurance is a fucking fraud. I'm mad as fuck. It was a system set up in place before I was born that still stands. Fuck it. Um, but I just thought that they was playing me on the COVID shit, like, for those tests, and I'm like, so you gonna take money from people, bro, and if it's $90, and they, and they had niggas all in the line all day, you know they made cash, you know they made cash, come on, man, it just didn't sound right, but, and then the origins of COVID really, you know, still shady to a lot of people, me too, I don't even know, there's no solid story, but they, they just also ready to give us a vaccine, I, I ain't really too with that. Um, but if that's what you want to do as a person, you can do what you want to do. Um, but it just seems fishy how they just got a vaccine that normally take years to, um, create and to make sure that it's not harmful. They got it months, you know what I'm saying? And they, and they, that's see, I think they either been sitting on it already or they made something fast and you can't sue them niggas either. So I'm cool on it. They can miss me with it. But, um. I think we should all, you know, practice good mental health, you know, find ways to be mentally healthy, be around your family and loved ones in a, in a, in a more bonding and uh, deeper connection because everyone's not spiritual or religious, but find in your own way to connect to the people that you love and find a way to get out your own head for sure. And then find a way to eat foods that give you energy. And eat foods that bring more life to you and health to the inside of your body. You know, the body that you can't really see until somebody slashes your stomach open. And then you and then you can see, which I don't want to get my stomach slashed. Neither do you. But eat good so the insides of your body can feel good. Because when you eat good, you feel better. When you work out, you're feeling better. You're getting that new blood pumping throughout your body. Those new chemicals flowing through. What they call them? Dope, dopamines, whatever they call Endorphins. And just feel good. You know what I'm saying? So... Try to find a perfect balance of sleep, 
eating right and exercising and then just being there for yourself like love yourself man that's those would be my tips for helping you fight COVID. Still partner with your doctor, of course. And even eat. some people may even move to the natural remedy. So look into it, man. You Or, well, man, you know, this is your life to live. And you have to really set yourself out to really be successful uh, and all of that. I'm um, hoping that makes sense. That's how kind of how my COVID story went. Uh, and it's I think during this whole COVID season, too, it's kind of weird dating. Because it's they're kind of making dating go digital i rather still date in person um you know what I'm saying i think that's where it is i don't want to you know look for something online i don't know because just meeting somebody online and, and building that rapport and when you physically see them it's not always the same you know what i'm saying so keep keep that same energy you know what i'm saying if that's what you're gonna dwell in but for me i don't know man I, I, i'm still more of a physical person you know what I'm saying? I'm very into virtual reality. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm into dreams, you know, but those are different states of consciousness or beings than what we physically have every day. And this is all different play, all different arenas that we have to understand. But I just think it's, it's it, it was fishy to me. So I don't know how I feel about dating and COVID, but it's cool, man. You know, I just try to fill out the energy as it comes. And then when it comes to the podcast, what I want to do with this podcast is continuously put out, you know, information with me and content, jokes. Uh, I want to partner with many of the people in my circles that I partner with. So family and friends, my comedians, the uh, producers and staff workers that I work with and their experiences and expertise, you know, just making it fun, bro, because the whole thing is about. We're trying to manifest comedy and we're not trying where we are ultimately, but it's like, we got many barriers to overcross. Like yesterday we went scout scene for a potential place. I thought the place was amazing. I'm excited to actually get that going and getting people back in the, uh, in the physical aspects of seeing live comedy, but you know, do the COVID-19, it's a lot of adjusting. So people have been doing drive by, well, <laughs> drive in movies, like uh, movie type performances where the comedians would be on stage with the huge um, projections so that people could see their faces from the car, which I think have been really dope. Uh, people still go to bars and stuff. They just practice social distancing while at bars with masks and all the face shields on. It's different, bro. So like entertainment for sure is adjusting. And during these times, a lot of stuff is going digital. Some stuff can be digital. Like, so I think for me, this podcast is a perfect example of going digital. And um, I'm excited for that. You know, that is where I'm really trying to get to uh, is, you know, the perfect blend of performing live for people and having digital content so people can utilize. You know, for me, I really want to get away from using technology. You know, currently right now I'm using my phone, you know what I'm saying? I want to do that, but I want to minimize it. I don't want to be, you know, all on my phone all day. And when you look at my screen time, they be like, damn, boy, was buddy was on, on the phone for like 12 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that. I, don't, I, I really want to help minimize how technology integ- like integrates in my normal life. You know, I, I want to become more of a, a minimalist when it comes to technology have fun with it bro but i don't want it to over overpower you know my decision making or making them do things for me you know what i'm saying i just know it's that they consciously work for us to 
give our attention away to our technology so we don't really see our real lives passing us by. That's the type of vibe that I'm on. So I just want to find that balance because everybody don't rock with what I say or how I do or what I feel. But I know that there are people who enjoy my presence, enjoy the words that I share, the feelings that I help them create within themselves. Um, I'm really just looking to just continuously develop my art as a comedian, as a producer, you know, as a content creator. Um, that's what I'm really into. And with this podcast, I'm really excited to see that, you know, transpire something. I want to do this probably twice a week, twice a week. I want to do a podcast twice a week, (laughs) start planning for it, put it on IG and Facebook, um, and just go from there and just be having fun with it.